0: Welcome to The Nine Line, your news and information source for healthcare related issues impacting Southern Nevada veterans and a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. And now, here's your hosts, John Archiquette and Joshua Gray.
1: Hi, you're listening to the Nine Line podcast. I'm your host, John Archiquette, and with me, as always, Josh Gray. Hello, John. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Welcome back from uh, NAB. Thank
2: you. Yeah, NAB was fun. I got a lot of lanyards and (laughs) brochures and things like that. You know, for folks who are just wondering what NAB is and what relevance it has to this show, NAB is the National Association of Broadcasters Convention, and they were here in Vegas this week. So I took a field trip yesterday and saw all the latest and greatest in the the broadcasting uh, career field and world. So, ah, it's fun. It's like CES for, you know... People who talk for a
1: living, like me. <laughs> are you gonna get us some new uh, some new microphones? Probably, and yeah. There's a lot of equipment. a lot of really great stuff out there, so you know,
2: improvements are coming. Awesome.
1: <laughs> well, today we have two brand new guests with us, brand and new. we are talking about a topic that's exciting and um, gonna be coming our way for the first time in a couple of years. Uh, we're talking about the VA 2K, but we have with us Chris Baltimore from the Health Promotion and Disease Prevention. She's the program manager. And we have Lauren McKinney. She is the Employee Whole Health Program Manager. So welcome, ladies. Thank,
3: Thank you. Oh, nice hi. to be here.
1: Thanks for joining us. And uh, we're excited to have you on here for the first time. We've, we've worked together on a few projects uh, recently, but uh, first time on the podcast. So, um, Chris, starting with you, um, how long have you been here at the VA?
3: A whopping four months today. That's <laughs> As of today. As of today. As of today. I have it down pat. It is today, nice. four months.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
1: And tell me a little bit about what, uh, what you do as the, the health prevention and disease prevention, uh, excuse me, health promotion, disease prevention program manager.
3: So mostly it's about facilitating to make sure that we're engaging with our veterans and providing them with the information to make those health behavior changes in order to improve their overall health and improve those health outcomes.
1: And Lauren, how long have you been here?
4: I've been here since 2020. So around kind of the midpoint of the pandemic, early pandemic. Um, So about three years now.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So one of the big topics we want to talk about today is the VA2K. And for those who haven't been here for a while, or, um, you know, for the two of you who weren't here, when the last time we actually had a live in person VA2K, um, it's an event that the VA does across the country all on the same day, I believe, right, in May? Yes. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about it.
4: You wanna go ahead and start off?
3: Sure, yes, absolutely. It's really exciting because it's the first time that we're doing it face-to-face. The last time that we had an in-person event of this magnitude was in 2019, so that's one aspect. But the VA2K is all about making sure that we are encouraging individuals to be physically active, and it's, turn to go ahead and improve or actually benefit our veterans who are homeless. And so we do that through the support of in-kind donations, but ultimately it's about physical activity. So when I first heard VA2K, I was thinking like VA 2000, like why 2K? (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
3: not what it is. (laughs) The 2K is actually, distance based so 1.24 miles we've got an amazing route outside we already did some some predictability in terms of what the temperature looks like it's going to be about 100 degrees (laughs) but it's okay Um, with that we're going to encourage individuals to either do the walk or roll aspect and stop off with the health resource fair which is where my component really comes into play
2: so when you say walk or roll what exactly does roll mean
3: so that's the accessibility aspect. So whether you're walking or you're in a wheelchair or you're scooter, having scooter, yes, <laughs> exactly. We're, we're, that's the aspect of the roll.
1: Okay. Josh was just excited because he thought somebody was bringing cinnamon rolls. Yeah,
4: exactly. I do that too. Well, actually, I was, I was wondering if I
1: was going to have to like roll like down a hill, like roll, you know, the whole the whole
4: way. <laughs> Might be a little difficult. We got Maybe. some yeah. inclines yeah. in some <laughs> some areas. <laughs>
1: But yeah, like you were saying, it was the first time we've done this now since the pandemic in 2019 was the last one and we had a really great turnout. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see how many people we have turnout. So this isn't just for employees, right? This is for anybody who comes.
4: Absolutely. Yes. So our health fair aspect is going to highlight a lot of the programs we have here available for our veterans. So we do have. Um, our food and nutrition services coming out. We have prosthetics. We have our GeroFit program, just so that we can give an idea of what we really have here to offer and uh, provide for our veterans.
2: So if somebody shows up, do they have to register? Is it like, because I know if you do like, uh, this isn't a race, right? It's not yeah. like you know you do a, you go to a five k, you sign up for it, you get a bib and you know a medal at the end. Um, what what's required of folks if they want to they want to show up?
4: So we have our internet site that your fabulous team put together for us, which we're so grateful for. Um, on our internet page, we actually have the registration form available, so veterans can print, uh, fill out, and bring with them on the day of the event, or we'll have day of sign up as well
2: is it just veterans or family members or just whoever wants to show up or is there a limitation on who can come
4: so i we we do want to encourage veterans and their families to come out um but we we wouldn't really put a a limit on it if somebody showed up and said hey i want to help um benefit our homeless veterans and participate all for it
1: so You know, a big part of the the VA2K is the donation for homeless veterans. Um, If somebody's interested in in bringing in some donations, what kind of items are you looking for and where is that gonna go?
4: Okay, we're gonna have um, donation bins all across, uh, actually the valley. So they'll be here at VAMC, as well as the primary care clinics. Um, We do have a donation, uh, most needed donation item list uh, that's located on our uh, internet site and on our flyers as well. So we're looking for new um, items, items in new condition with tags on them for clothing, toiletries, home essentials, and non-perishable snacks and water.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And, and you're collecting them all the way up until the day, like could they bring them to the event itself?
4: Absolutely, yes. We actually are super excited because we have a um, trailer that we're gonna be stuffing. So with our donations, we'll have um, our little trailer that's going to go around to the PCCs hopefully and pick up uh, the donations at the primary care clinics and we'll have them also for the day of the event too. So.
2: so so since this is going to be going on at all of the the outlying places also is that just in Vegas or are they Prump and Laughlin also doing this?
4: So we are hopefully going to be able to do a virtual uh, maybe steps thing with them uh, since they can't come all the way out here um, on the, you know, on a work day. (laughs) Um, But but, um, we are really hoping to get them involved as well.
1: So how about for the the people who, you know, are nocturnal, you know, people who work at night or just don't like coming out during the day, uh, are there any options for them to participate in the VA2K?
4: Absolutely. So our um, employees on night shift will have a VA2K after dark um, and it'll be uh, here at VAMC, so we, they can look forward to some games and stuff after dark. Is
2: that portion also open to everybody, or, or is it just the portion in the, during the daytime?
4: Just the daytime portion. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, people who work at night, not coyotes or vampires or anything like that.
4: Hey,
2: <laughs> what do you got against <laughs> vampires, man?
1: They got to get their steps in, too? That's fair, but... <laughs> Preferably not our, our VA 2K. Okay? <laughs> right. But at
3: that point, if they do want to participate and they are night owls, then they can do the virtual component. Um, our our basement is limited to, to our staff, but for the virtual component, that's okay. So the, the way
2: to- oh, okay. So the nighttime one's going to be inside inside
1: mm-hmm.
3: the facility. Yes. Gotcha. Okay.
4: Yes, just for okay. safety reasons.
1: So are, are you guys having any competitions with any of the other VAs across the country about uh, who can contribute the most miles?
4: I think there is an overall kind Of competition where y- you see how many people you can get out to participate mm-hmm. um, and most donations.
1: How about well. like internally within RVA? Is there any competition between sections?
4: Ooh.
2: If um, not, can we start yes, one? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody loves a little bit of
4: competition. <laughs>
2: our office of 13 people is going to win, right? Uh, I'm going to call it medical <laughs> media right now. We're, we're going to do more miles <laughs> of medical <laughs> media.
4: <laughs> you guys got us beat. I think we got like six seven eight i think we're at
1: 8 Or
3: yeah. eight, eight strong right eight, eight, eight strong in whole health <laughs>
1: there you go well that's you know that's a, a huge improvement because you know like i remember when the whole health program was first starting
3: up it was just two people yes mm-hmm. exactly and so. it's been like that for a while and we're finally up uh in full capacity at least from the healthy living team perspective and then i know that we're looking at increasing our whole health coaching capability as well so we're getting there eventually.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah, we've we've had a, a couple of the whole health coaches on um, a couple months ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's really cool uh, the new programs you guys are setting up with that. Um, check out our old podcasts if uh, you want to hear that <laughs> one. I don't remember the exact number, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know one of the one of the things that the whole health program does nationally is you guys put out a you know a kind of theme for every month, and with May it's you know coincidentally uh, be physically active month. So what kind of things are you guys promoting besides just the VA2K to help veterans and employees kind of stay physically active?
3: Right. That's actually funny that you bring that up because within our health promotion and disease prevention program committee meeting, which we have... Had it tagged as the Hippie Dippy Committee. So I didn't want to have
1: to say that, but like that. <laughs> I'm saying. It's that easier I, than health I, promotion and <laughs> disease prevention.
3: I'm 100% taking ownership of that. Like, awesome. hippie dippy. It sounds amazing. So, with that, we were discussing that the other day with regards to physical activity. So the healthy living message of the month is going to be, be physically active. And then we also closely align with the whole health theme, which is move your body. And so that's based off of the self care circle of move your body or moving the body. And so with that aspect, we're talking about trying to have like a workout challenge. And so what we're looking at doing is like each week, having a set type of workout and then doing an X amount of representation Reps um, each day, and what we want to do is we want to get executive leadership team on board and having them perform those possibly before the uh, before the HRO daily huddles. Hopefully, we can engage them. I haven't actually talked to them yet, so <laughs> Hopefully
5: this surprise.
2: Is like, <laughs> well,
3: yeah. <laughs> like, I'm coming. No, nope, no better way than to just put it out into the <laughs> a,
2: a, into the internet on a radio show, <laughs> you know.
3: Absolutely, but when it comes to our veterans, we're that's where our messaging truly comes. So we're hoping that we can embody those examples amongst us staff, so that our our veterans see that and like, oh, you're doing squats in the middle of my appointment. Let me go ahead and do some squats too. I'd appreciate that. And so this we're just trying to make sure that we're emulating those examples that we want them to engage in as well.
1: So with, you know, we talked earlier about how you're having Gero fit and prosthetics, and, you know, it. we have a, a large veteran population who have a large variety of different ability levels, different age groups, things like that. Um, you know, are you do you wanna like modify some of those things in order to accommodate to some veterans who, you know, may be missing a limb or, you know, may have, Certain limitations based on disability.
3: Yes, absolutely. So um, that was actually one of our members had brought up a, had brought up a an infographic showing different levels of what those exercises could entail, especially if they needed to be modified and possibly even doing a display video of okay, if you like, here's the the full version, and if we need to alter it in any way or based upon your ability, if you need to decrease the number of reps or you need to decrease the amount of time that you're holding a certain pose then this is how you, you can go ahead and still engage, but be be able to participate.
1: There was a, a program that the, the National Adaptive Sports um, program instituted during the pandemic, which was actually really cool, where in December they would do a, a virtual fitness challenge and they would, you know, Veterans would submit videos of themselves doing squats, doing pull-ups, oh, all nice. kinds of different things, uh, and it was it would turn into like a virtual CrossFit competition.
3: Oh, I like so, that.
1: Yeah, so I mean that be, might be a really cool way to transition some of that stuff.
3: Yeah. Is. No, future. that sounds great. Why aren't you on my committee? <laughs> <laughs> oh. where, where was that suggestion at? No, I love that. That's great. Um I'll absolutely reach out to you after the fact so we can see what that looks like cuz I'm not familiar with that. But as a veteran myself, like that's also something that I look at like, oh man, and, you know, that competition still kind of lives strong in you and I'm like, "Oh yeah." I'm, like five now nah, i could do 10 i can only do five
1: <laughs> no but that's absolutely i think for a lot of people that's one of the biggest motivating factors into you know attaining or you know committing yourself to fitness is having that competitive aspect having somebody or, or some metric to kind of push you um i know with you know with myself like if i don't if i don't have somebody to, to keep me accountable it's a lot less likely that i'm going to go do my workout but if i have like you know Somebody who holds me accountable, or or if I have to to meet some goal, it always makes it h- harder to skip out on.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I'm glad you brought up that accountability aspect because that's really a large component of where our health, our health, our whole health coaches come into play. They're able to work with our veterans one on one in terms of making sure, hey, you have this goal. Let's talk about how you achieve that. Let's develop that into a smart goal in which we're we're really being able to attain what you want to do and. And accomplish what it is that matters most to you in your life and your health.
1: Well, after I've inadvertently put myself on another committee, we'll have to come up with uh, <laughs> the cool challenge that we can do to uh, to help our employees and veterans. I
2: really love your initiative and just volunteering for so many things, John. That's wonderful. <laughs> uh,
1: all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with Caress and Lauren talking about uh, VA Two K and uh, Be Physically Active Month.
0: You're listening to The Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. We'll be back with more right after this.
5: This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Scammers exploit chances to commit fraud, like predatory law firms and not accredited representatives, targeting veterans and their survivors by offering to get you VA benefits. Report Suspected Fraud at va.gov slash oig hotline. Learn about General Counsel Accreditation at va.gov. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Did you serve in the military? If so, you can obtain a free lifetime pass to more than 2,000 federal recreation sites. These sites are located across more than 400 million acres of public lands, including national parks, wildlife refuges, and forests. The lands host activities to fit any lifestyle, hiking, biking, fishing, camping, and much more. Gold star families are also eligible for these free lifetime passes. Plus they cover entrance fees for a driver and all passengers in a car or up to three additional adults at sites that charge per person. Obtaining one is easy. Just go to the National Park Service website, nps.gov, or the National Park Service app.
0: Welcome back to The Nine Line, Southern Nevada's source for veteran-related healthcare news and information. Here's your hosts, John Archiquette and Joshua Gray.
1: Welcome back to the Nine Line. John and Josh here with Lauren and Caress. We are talking about uh, whole health, VA2K, and uh, being physically active month. But before we even get to physically active month, next week is whole health week. So what kind of things do you have going on here at the VA for whole health week?
4: So for whole health week, we want to give employees the experiential of different pieces of whole health. So if you look at our circle of health for whole health, we have various things. So we have moving the body, uh, food and drink, rest and recharge, um, power of the mind. So we do have some exciting, uh, meetings next week, uh, virtual and in person. So we have some mindfulness. We have qigong, yoga. I think we have Zumba, um, a lot of exciting stuff to look forward to next week.
1: So let's, let's talk a little bit about some of each of those things. Cause you brought up a lot of different things at first. So the first one was moving the body. So is that mostly just about, um, just being physically active?
4: It kind of ties okay. into being physically active. Yes. Um, it's just making sure that we're not stagnant. <laughs> mm.
1: Which I mean, for employees here, you know, in some jobs that's easy. You're constantly moving around and doing things. And in other jobs, you spend a lot of time in front of a desk. What are some of the recommendations you give to employees to just, you know, be active
4: take the stairs is it's a little difficult but you know and miss caress she loves to take the stairs <laughs> we know when she takes the stairs i come up and like, like and then they're like
3: oh that must be caress coming up because she's <laughs> the stairs. Up and be like look I'm, I'm working on it it's, it's still a struggle but we also have really long hallways in case anybody mm-hmm. has ever visited the main facility mm-hmm. so
4: We've got long hallways that you can stroll up and down as well. And we often see a lot of employees doing that. Right. And I think the most important thing is making time to do that because we are so caught up in our work that we try to get one more thing done and one more thing done. And we just got to realize that that stuff will be there when we get back. We just have to take that break, step away from the desk. Um, I'm guilty, too. Like, I eat lunch at my desk sometimes, Mm -hmm. and I definitely know that I need to practice what I preach because for our overall health it's important that we stay physically active.
2: Yeah and I know like John and I do that kind of stuff already like we we have our morning huddles and our morning meetings and in between the rest of the meetings we go and we've got a little route that we walk and we get out of the office for about 10 minutes and you know kind of digest a little bit of the um, the meeting and kind of catch up on things going on for the day and stuff like that we kind of kind of move that meeting kind of a road show like i guess you would yeah exactly That's cool. yeah, yeah. Yes. a little walk and talk you know and okay. we we do that in the afternoon also so we're kind of kind of getting out um, but for employees who maybe can't get away right they're busy they've got they got deadlines they've got to meet you know or you know they work in one of those customer service facing jobs like I'm thinking like down at the lab or or down even at the at the pharmacy where they got that that you know they got all the windows there you can't just be like oh I'm gonna go take 10 minutes and go for a walk like what kind of things would you recommend for folks who are maybe a little more desk bound for whatever reason and they can't get away
4: I like to do I I schedule myself a midday stretch So there are certain things that we can do at our desk, in our chairs even, Um, just moving the neck around, uh, stretching the arms up. We have a lot of time where we spend, um, sorry, you could probably hear that. (laughs) Um, We have a lot of time where we're typing and our shoulders are up and our necks are down. So just releasing the shoulders down and stretching, just taking that time to be mindful of our bodies. I think is a really big key aspect of what we can do at our desk.
1: So what were some of the other things you talked about? You talked about Qigong. What is that for, for those who don't, don't know?
4: It's an energy movement. So Qi is the life force within us um, in Chinese medicine. And in actually yoga, everything, it's uh, energy movement. So we'll have uh, Ms. do Du uh, doing a Qigong on the lawn, uh, in first floor, I don't know what called. The that called, atrium like, called. Near okay. the atrium, okay. near, near okay. the atrium, gotcha. so she'll be going, or, uh, they'll be going out, um, and doing it in person, but we'll telecast it. So it's available on teams
1: anybody who knows the, the hospital, it's the only area of natural grass actually here in the hospital grounds. So <laughs> it's, it's natural so, grass. Well it's the only area with any grass yes, whatsoever. Yes, so yeah. Yes. So. so there's if you're wondering where the lawn is, it's look for the only grass patch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well that's fantastic. So you said this is mostly focused for employees, correct?
4: Because we'll be doing it on uh, the virtual platform. The team's platform is typically Uh, Employee facing, yes.
1: So, are are any of these available for veterans, not necessarily for this program itself, but, you know, some say they were interested in getting involved in yoga or Qigong or something like that? Absolutely.
4: You
1: know, where where would veterans be able to look to to get involved with something like that?
4: Um, So, we have our extension, I think it's, man, 14708. Uh, That's going to be Miss Karen. She is our whole health scheduler so there are classes like yoga classes that veterans can self-schedule for Uh, they just sign up for the intro to yoga class so our yoga instructors can uh, assess and see different skill levels and different types to kind of place them in a class that's appropriate for them Um, whether it be chair mat flow what to fit their needs
1: awesome yeah So what kind of feedback, you know, you've been here since 2020, what kind of feedback have you gotten from employees about um, the, you know, employee whole health services available here, available here or things that they'd like to see?
0: Um,
4: So from an employee's perspective, I think that they enjoy the things that we have. Um, I know that we had a lot of people, I was doing a after work yoga class for a little bit and we had some that was before the holidays, and then you know when the holidays hit, everything kinda gets swept up. <laughs> um, but a lot of people like that time. Um, it's more of a time to focus on self. So um, I think that we've heard good things, positive things, and I think we're looking uh, forward to a lot of the things that are coming, like VA2K, being able to move the body um, that way. And yeah. I,
3: you know what, I'm, I'm so glad you said that in terms of some of the things that we've had since COVID coming on board is because when it comes to the engagement aspect, Miss um, Lauren doesn't want to toot her own horn, but when it comes to the, our SharePoint, our employee SharePoint, it has all of the clubs that are getting built here at VA Southern Nevada. And so one of the things that they have is the softball league. And so I know we had I went to a game on Sunday and it was against the ambulatory aces and which is the nursing staff and then against the totally rad, which is the radiology crew. And so, yes, yeah. I, see, I see your expression, Mr. <laughs> Joshua, but it was so good just to like, we we're at the ballpark and you had like, all these different games going on and their VA centered employee or focus in terms of employees. But there's also the hiking club. There's talk of a bowling league starting. There's yes. just a whole bunch of engagement mm-hmm. and which one of ranges yes. right? That's what we yes. said. I was like, I may not be able to break a hundred, but I was like, let's talk about how many gutter balls we can get and I'm winning. Like <laughs> that's a winning status for me.
1: I mean, that's awesome, and that's something that's going to you know, increase employee engagement. Plus, you know, those of us who were in the military and are used to having like a lot of intramural sports, sports opportunities, yeah. right. ultimate frisbee. Exactly, oh, yeah. Yeah. we got ultimate frisbee league going here. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I think you. Wa- I think that's something else you want to start,
0: right, John? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I will be on that committee okay. in a heartbeat. Right, what's
2: What's the record for uh, for committees volunteered for in one show? John? I think you're Very closely approaching that record. <laughs> no,
1: but that's, that's outstanding, and you know, it uh, gives a lot of opportunities for us to to you know number one get to know more people in the hospital outside of our own sections but you know in the spirit of sportsmanship and getting fit i mean that's great
4: yes and i like that you speak to you know building community and getting to know people here we also have um certain things that connect us to people across the va so we're really excited to start um it's called wildside wednesdays Uh, with DJ Nutton Nice, AKA Mr. Vegas. So it's our (laughs) Wednesday dance party that we're gonna be able to start um, up again. Okay. And it's huge, it's like across the vision, or not across the vision, across the nation, they have like 300 people on the team's call. It's just a dance party, just to get together, listen to music and kind of move the body at work. If you can't get away from your desk, this is a great way to do it as well.
1: That's really cool. Now, see, I'm learning a lot in this podcast. Yeah, I've got some lights oh. in here that I can set up and make <laughs> colors and all kinds of stuff. We'll turn the. You want to turn this into a dance club? We'll turn this into a dance club. I got it. Yeah, yeah. bust out the jock jams. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the good Which time. Which version? <laughs> the original. <OG laughs> yeah. Of course.
3: Oh, you two were definitely on techno <laughs> Technotronic. Absolutely. Yep.
1: CC Music Factory. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well. I want to thank you both for joining us today. This is awesome. We had a lot of fun and uh, some great topics. Looking forward to the VA2K.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. We're looking forward to you on the committees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One last thing before we get out of here. I want to make sure I plug um, the upcoming Town Hall and Resource Fair that we're hosting. uh, April 28th, we will be hosting that here in the auditorium at the VAMC. Um, and if you would like to come early at noon, they are going to be hosting a remembrance ceremony. Um, the chaplain's office here, also in the auditorium. So that's April twenty eighth, next Friday. Uh, thank you both very much for joining me or joining us, and uh, we'll hopefully hear from everyone in two weeks.
0: You've been listening to the Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. For more information about what the VA is doing for Nevada's veterans, check out our official webpage at www.lasvegas.va.gov or follow us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash LasVegasVA. Thanks for listening.